welcome to a special edition of the Enlightened Mike podcast. I have with me not my regular host, uh, but in fact, a uh, special guest, uh, Hamsack, is Ham Hamsack the Hamish the Hamsack uh, from Push the Points. Hamish the Hamsack. That's what we're going with. Hamish the Hamsack oh, from Push the Points. <laughs> Uh, if you've been living under a flesh and blood rock, uh, you probably haven't heard of him, but I think most people have. Um, uh, I, you know, we met, uh, 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 at, uh, Worlds briefly. You let me plug myself on your channel. A little YouTube short. Yeah. Loved that. But, uh, Hamish, uh, t- tell everybody about yourself. Uh, what, uh, who are you? Where are you from? Ah, thank you so much, bro. I'm, I'm Hamish. I live in the UK in a little town called Ketrin, right? And you can tell because we don't pronounce our T's properly, okay? <laughs> okay. So most people look at it as Kettering. Um, I've been, uh, my, a bit about myself, I, uh, I work in adult social care, so I help people get out of hospital and put packages of care for people to get them home. Mm. So, they ha- you know, we, how do people get carers and everything? That's my, my day job. I've, I've got two kids, 13-year-old. And a three-year-old, so you Ooh. know, yeah, I know, I know. I've uh, just when I was about to get to the end of the of the of the race, I decided I'm going to start at yeah. the start line again <laughs> right. in in kidhood. I know, right. good foot. And um, I also run a gaming club as well um, in Northampton for the last 13 years, from doing uh, like 40k, Age of Sigma, um, oh, Guild Ball. Netrunner, Conquest, Living Realms—not uh, Living Realms. Uh, Legends of the Five Rings, Malifaux, uh, Warhammer Champions. The card game, bro. You have Thirteen years of just building a community, and we had like before COVID, we had like forty-five regular people coming in, just doing a variety of different stuff. Um, and that was like our big passion project, and it's still going now after COVID. Yeah. It's still going now. That's amazing. And yeah, so. Most of my time, I'm you know working, being a dad, and running a club. That's my general day to day stuff. And and I fit push the point, which is the flesh and blood. Um, YouTube side as a well, it was just a flesh and blood podcast. There was no interest in doing YouTube, and then now it's my well, um, a fab content creator. I slot that within yeah. all of those things as well, and uh, that's my general day to day grind. Yeah, and I mean that I, I was gonna I, I was gonna stop you and say where can people find you, but man, you're like a professional. You just segued right into that. Uh, so, so where can where Thank can you. people find you? Like, if they wanted to look you up on Twitter or something, if you know, for some reason they watch our channel and not yours, <laughs> where uh, where where are they gonna find you, bro? There are people who watch your channel, man. But if, if you if you <laughs> for whatever whatever reason, if you've never heard of us and you've discovered us through this awesome channel. Um, you can catch us on YouTube and push the point. We're also on Spotify and Apple Podcast, or just pretty much all the general podcast stuff oh, that you can get out there. You can just type and push the point, you'll find us on there. We're on awesome. Twitter, push the point one because for some reason push the point was <laughs> taken, so we've had to use the number one in it. Have you ever have um, you ever found it, the the push the point Twitter that just the without the one? Like what kind of content? Like what 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 kind of I tweets have not, are they firing <laughs> off? <laughs> I, I'm not sure, and to be honest, I'm gonna go and find that out. Like, because I don't think for some reason when they when it was taken, I was like, "What?" And we just went with one, and I was like, "Oh, whatever." And for, yeah, I tell you what, I've never discovered that. It's probably some sort of, I don't know, just uh, anti flesh and blood channel. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? 
It's a full-on Magic the Gathering one. Who knows? <laughs> right now, I'm imagining that it's like a like a like a Mothers Against Dungeons and Dragons from like the 90s or something. Oh, that would like, be. Oh, these yeah. these kids are playing Flesh and Blood nowadays, and it's pretty much Satan worship, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> God, that be that would actually be amazing if that was the case. Yeah, that was <laughs> a big you part can, of my can... childhood is satanic panic. So you know, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me as well on Hamsack underscore uh, PTP, which is yeah Hamsack underscore push point. But if you, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much where you can find um, all of our stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, go check those out if you haven't already. Uh, entertaining contents. Um, we were just talking about this before we we rolled the cameras. It's like listening to to three friends just like talk shit about Fab, and I'm I'm here for it, and I love it, and it's it's very entertaining. So, um, so yeah, I asked I asked Hamish to come on um, to chat about fit, uh, uh, chat about flesh and blood, but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about. Um, uh, some of the factors outside of flesh and blood, right? So like you, and I want to dive into some of these, uh, you know, you, you, most people, unless you're Michael Hamilton or like Brody Spurlock or people who are like cashing events every time they show up, uh, most people, uh, you know, aren't just professional flesh and blood players and they have other things going on outside. So um, I'd love to hear more about that. Um, so yeah, let's dive in. Uh, you talked about a little bit about this already, right? But uh, you're from... Uh, I guess what Americans would pronounce it as, as Kettering or, or Oh, they wouldn't even know that. They wouldn't even know that place even existed. Let's just say I live in the middle of the UK. Yeah, right on. Um, so you're from Kettering. You got two kids. Uh, I have a four year old myself, so uh, I yeah. understand uh, you're a you're a, a mad lad, I believe they say over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are a ma- mad lad yeah. or a parent. Yeah. Yeah, how how did you get into Flesh and Blood? Uh, did you, um, you know, did you, you you played other card games, other tabletop games? Uh, but what led you to to uh, uh, to Flesh and Blood uh, as it is today? Yeah, so um, when I discovered Flesh and Blood, like I normally find most of my uh, games, I was listening to Team Covenant, mm-hmm. um, a really solid uh, channel that that promotes a lots of different sort of out there like not not the most popular games i don't know if that's probably the right way to say it but it's not the it's not the usual 40k or games workshop with magic or mm-hmm. pokemon you know all that sort of stuff they they, they were predominantly the, the the channel that just did the other games right yeah so i've been following them for a little while and then february 2020 just before the pandemic they shown off this game called Sky Tear, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, Sky Tear! Don't you probably never heard of this game, right? It's like a, a MOBA style deck builder, right? Mm-hmm. So it's he- you got hexes on a board, and you play through like it's kind of like a League of Legends sort of S style thing with a deck builder. And I thought, oh my god, this game's awesome! I need to look into it. The following week, they show off Flesh and Blood, <laughs> and I just came off of a Warhammer Champions TCG game. Yeah, the game looked pretty cool. I mean, I thought Flesh, yeah, Flesh and Blood looks cool, right? But it's a TCG, bro. It's a new one. Yeah, like I am, I'm never touching a TCG after this game just died on me. Yeah, I was like, hey, it looks all right, but no, nah, I'm not really gonna be playing it. I'll pick up Sky Tear, so off I go. And then COVID kicks in, and then I have a child. <laughs> um, so literally everything to do with gaming just sort of like that, that six month period to me was just 
a vacuum. It was gone. There's there's no club. There's no, you know, <laughs> there's yeah, the kids yeah, yeah. and COVID at the same yeah. time. She was born on April the 5th. So <laughs> like literally right went, after lockdown, then it is, it is just, there's nothing going on. Man. Right. So I call it the void. Right. <laughs> so there's nothing, um, near you're coming out of the end of, uh, like near the start of the year. Everyone's, everyone's a bit different, but the UK was coming through a, um, <laughs> the lockdown was ending basically. Mm-hmm. So we were able to have a little bit more social freedoms. My two, uh, a good friend of mine, one of my best mates, Mikey, and another another friend who I've known for a, a long time called Adam, uh, came. They're like this sort of dudes I've known in the club for a little while. And uh, they said, hey, do you want to look into this flesh and blood game? And I said, I, I remember that game, bro. I you, sh- says, you can't buy it anywhere. Yeah. Right? You can't even buy this in the UK. There's only a seller in Germany, right? So what's the point buying into a game that no one can buy, you know? Yeah. And they were like, no, I, we can get some stuff in. And I was like, mm, okay, you can get some stuff in, which at the time was Arcane Rising, mm-hmm. which at the time was first edition Arcane Rising, but it wasn't first edition. It was just Arcane yeah. Rising and Crucible of War, which are both first edition. They were not like, they weren't the first edition crazy stuff, right? right? It was just the set. And then what sold it was my brother. He He's, a, he's like one of my like close like close friends in terms of the gaming world, me and him have been on 40 K since we were like young teenagers. And he said, I've looked at flesh and blood. It looks really good. And I was like, well, you're on it and Mikey's on it. I'm game. I'm going to yeah. play. If you guys are up for it, then I'm up for it. And that's how that sort of thing works. You just, you, you know, two, you two good friends are going to play. You're just immediately just more keen to have a look. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so they got so we got some arcane rising we got some we got some crucible of war um brought that in and then our local my local store funny enough was one of the very first to pick this game up and some guy i think some mad lad brought i don't know like three four cases of welcome to rave alpha but it was yeah. just welcome to rave at the time yeah. from new zealand and sold it to the shop yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, bro. You do, like at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like all right. Yeah, and now it's like oh, okay, yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah. right? And then um, he also managed to get some Arkham Rising in. So we were just playing some um, some sealed at this place, a COVID sealed. So it was really lame, right? Yeah, so we yeah. had our pods. And we could only play in our pods, and all got masks, and it was just it was it was the weirdest experience but we were that was the only way to get like product at the time yeah, so we were yeah. like we'll, we'll do anything and then my first sealed i pulled a command and conquer first edition so i'm like oh cool command and conquer i heard that's pretty good and yeah and then the second game was sealed i pulled another one and then that was it really that was that was kind of that was my long-winded way of how that little story and how it came yeah. about and um it just kind of well that was it really just took off from there and just carried on playing and this this game's sick. Yeah. There like I I find that like with this game a lot of the stories that I hear are like more like the uh, uh I don't know if grassroots is the right word, but like for for magic uh for example or like I don't know how it went with like Warhammer Champions or whatever. Um but for for mm. magic, which is kind of the most comparable like big card game um 
they're you know they have starter decks and like learn to play events and stuff like mm. that but like most of the people that continue on with the game that you meet at like tournaments and stuff i feel are like oh like you know my brother got me into it and i just have i've had this big collection for a long time and like um yeah i love that in flesh and blood like there's a lot of like oh i went to like a sealed event and got hooked or like i picked up some blitz decks and it just like spiraled from there um so it's really cool to hear that other story of like oh we just tried out the game and like we loved it and like um yeah I, I, well it's I, a new game isn't it because yeah. that's the that's the difference between the the 40ks and the magics and the pokemons and the egos right mm. is that they're all born and based from this from the 90s which at the time this is what everyone everyone else just went like it's like a completely different thing in an era yeah. right yeah yeah. you know dungeons and dragons people just dungeons and dragons magic the gathering and you know pokemon kids pokemon yeah all right you know we all know pokemon because we're kids right and it's yeah. just it, we, we were at right time right place um and now and the same with 40k it was just this little dungeon goblin underground thing yeah right? you know that some of these you know you, whatever right that's what you do and now we're not we're not in that we're in a we're in a tabletop gaming space where these these companies have carried on pushing on through and it's yeah. built up and built up and built up to these to these big giants that they are now so uh, when a new people come in and to look at magic the gathering they're coming into a very established well sure well, you know it's been around for ages and so yeah it doesn't surprise me it's that they go oh my brother's had a huge ass collection when he was like two or something you know yeah. and that's when and that's normal, but for Flesh and Blood and most of the new games that come out now, it is the, you've got to kind of, and this is what makes it incredibly difficult to break through, is you've got to, you, you've got to be interested on the get-go. Uh -huh. Because if it doesn't work out, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Warhammer, you know, whatever. And, and I say Warhammer because it's not going to obviously capture the net for card game players. But it's the same sort of thing yeah. that model game players have to go through. That here's a new model game, and they go, "Okay, we'll play it for a bit. Oh, it's pretty boring. I'm going to go back and play 40k, right? Yeah. Because it's the safety net yeah, of yeah, doing yeah. something. That's very magic. Yeah. Magic the Gathering is the safety net of doing something. What What you're going to do if all else fails? Well, I guess I can just play Magic, right? Yeah. Or sure. I can just, or I can just because you know there's a scene. You know there's it's just there. It's, just, it's always yeah. going to be there. So how do you keep people to continue to play and to, do you know what I mean? And, and I think that's kind of a, a, a big sort of selling point on how Flesh and Blood has managed to do particularly well. And you will hear these people say, yeah, it's dying in my scene, right? And it's like, yeah, completely. Absolutely. Mm. Every game has a shelf life, yeah, no matter yeah. what you play. We don't, we're still not, we're not, we're not playing Sonic the Hedgehog on the Mega Drive still, are we? You know? It's a great game. It's one yeah. of the best games ever played. You're not. You're done. Yeah, yeah, you're done playing it, and that's what a lot of people do. They, they, they. The game's not becoming stagnant or anything. It's yeah. just. Well, it, do you think you, everyone's got a personal shelf life? Do you think that Flesh and Blood as a game has, uh, like, uh, what? It, how? How am I trying to ask this? Do you think it has like a visible shelf life, like? You look at magic, right? Like I, I don't want to talk too much about magic, right? Because it's no, but it, no, I think it's important. Like it's good, I think it's, it's very important too. Right? Yeah, like magic, yeah. like magic. I don't think like you look at magic and it's it's still wildly popular. It's still growing, especially with like you know mm -hmm. the commander and people that have older collections and stuff. 
Um, like, do you think flesh and blood is going to reach that stage where it doesn't have, or is it already like, right? Like, does it have a future, uh, that will be able to rival magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or, or whatever? It's, I guess, I guess really the question is, is that, do you think it can last 30 years? Mm -hmm. You know, magic is 30 years old. I think it's to compare it to magic as it is now. It's kind of like I I don't know. I just feel like it's not the right question to sort of people need to sort of ask sure. because it's like going, oh, uh, there's this new tabletop game came out. Do you think you'll knock over Warhammer? Yeah. Probably not, right? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be real. Probably not because it's Warhammer, and nobody in the world does not know what that is. Yeah, it's like saying. Will magic ever topple Pokemon? No, it's yeah. Pokemon. It's, well, it's, and, a, and it's totally. a juggernaut, and it's and. But the thing is, I, I guess the question is, will it stay? Right? Will yeah. it stay? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't. Why not? Right? Why? Like, I don't see why it shouldn't. If it's continuing to do what it's doing now, right? Yeah. As long as it's just continuing to do what it's doing now, yeah, absolutely. We're. It's. I think it's past the hump. In, in my opinion, of the worst part of all games that ever come out. Yeah. it's It's been, in their world, four years. But in our world, we're getting onto that two-year mark. So right. you're seeing the, the, li the life cycle of everyone's tolerance to new games starting to become to that point, right? And it was, it was even starting to become the end of, like, you know, last year for some people. And we're still kind of here. And yeah. I think right now they're on the trajectory of just doing quite well, you know, I, and I suppose really it's just, it's a matter of, it is a matter of time. Yeah. I don't see why, I don't see why it shouldn't, if it continues to do what it does, but like all things, unfortunately, you know, it takes a good say, you know, imagine, imagine James White doesn't do it anymore. You know, imagine he's not the guy running it anymore. Yeah. How much do people, you know, do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. it just—it's like it's like the Metal Gear Solid problem. It's not—it's not you know Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Five, right? I actually, I yeah. don't know. Hideo Kojima. Oh, oh, the director of the game, right? He's I, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anyone yeah. care about this game now because he's not in it? The guy who made right. this as yeah, amazing yeah. as it is isn't doing it anymore, right? He's. Who knows, right? But whereas magic doesn't have that thing anymore, do they? There is just it's just beyond who who's running the show. I don't even know who's running the goddamn yeah. show. It's just it's just the thing. It's just yeah. a corporate. It's it's, mega it's questionable machine. with all the the money grabs they've made in the last five years. But um. bro, yeah, all those money, and that's how strong. That's the point, right? Magic can't. Magic can do some dumbass stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, but. It would. Is it going to go? No one's. No one's questioning its ability that it's going to go. Yeah. Even though they they can self sabotage as much as they like, mm -hmm. we'll all buy it. And it's like, okay, yeah, fair enough. And but Flesh and Blood currently doesn't have that, right? Yeah. It's not. It can't. If it self sabotages, it. You know, that's the that's the difference of where it is right now. Yeah. It doesn't matter though, right? Because it's not. It, we're, yeah. we're 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 in a trajectory of going forward. It's going fine. I think it just needs to look at itself as the, which I think, to be honest, it is. It's looking at itself as 
it's, we're not comparing to Magic and Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. <laughs> well, we, I mean, it's, it's important for context, right? Because like I've, I've but there, a- there could be another new game. Yeah. There could be another new TCG game that could come out, right? And then that one could be the fourth best game. Sure. Flesh and Blood's probably still doing quite fine. Yeah. We're, we're still rolling along, doing really reasonably well. Still got some great product. Got some amazing cards coming out and an amazing yeah. organized play program coming out. And then, I don't know, Shitface 5 is now here and it's got some amazing new cards and it's just got yeah. some groundbreaking God knows what. And everyone wants to go and play and buy that, right? And then some magazine will say it's the fourth best card game ever. It's Shitface 5 is number four and Flesh and Blood is number five. And then we'll go, oh, Flesh and Blood's dead. No, Flesh and Blood shouldn't care about yeah, that. Yeah. It should just continue to just go, we're on year five. We just need to continue to just build on ourselves and yeah. look at where can we be in year 10? What yeah. do we want to be in year 10? 100%. And if they continue to just to, to do that and hear out what's going on, but don't compare. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've got a long game coming. That that's, that's a really good point. Cause I think flesh and blood has made like such a good foundation for itself. Like not only in like, the not only in like the rules and like the gameplay and stuff which is obviously fantastic and that's what that's actually what drew me in is like the first time i played a game i was like this is maybe like my favorite card game ever we played and Mm. um like going forward like as and and, sorry along with that there's that vision that like james white have has of like uh like i really just want people to play excellent games of flesh and blood and like that's what he says all the time right and um, as long as they have that vision going forward and as long as they have, you know, the right principles behind them. Um, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think, and and they focus on that, like, what are we doing going forward? I think that's really important. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you mentioned, I, I just, I'm sorry. I am actually recently, uh, I've recently become gotten into Warhammer. So I got to know what your army is too. I, this is completely a uh, bad segue. Okay. Well, I just, you no, no, it, like, no, no, no. I'm like, what, what does he play? I oh, know. So I mention it a lot, but I, I, I don't play Warhammer 40k. I play Warhammer just Sigma. Oh, that's I'm, I have, I, I paint, I paint models from that too. What do you, uh, what's your army? So I play uh, the Maggot King, Blight Kings. Oh, yeah. So n- n- the Nurgle Army. The, the, so yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. To be more specific, With the, the big mortal. fat disease guy, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The great not, Unclean not, one. I don't... Uh, not, so no, the Great Unclean one... Listen, here we go. <laughs> Flex my nerd. <laughs> okay, so the Nurgles, there's the demon Nurgles, and then there's right. the mortal side of things. And they, 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 it's the same on all sides, even in 40k, there's the mortal sides yeah, and then yeah. there's demons. And the demons, clever marketing, just put the same demons in 40k in Age of Sigma. One model, two games. Good nice. marketing. Yeah, that's right. Good. So I don't do I don't do the demon side of the Nurgles too much. I like the the human version of them where they're just okay. like absolutely huge, like massive dudes that are just fat and grotesque yeah. and things are falling off their face, but they're tough as all hell. So yeah, it looks just like me. They're like, in the uh, morning. they're kind of like, um, I play I, in, in 40 K I have like a, I have like a death guard collection, which is like, yeah, they're, 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 they're the death guard. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're death guard with no armor. Right. And then yeah. give them big wooden shields and, and stuff. And I, and there's something about that, that they, they kind of just looking like Terminator. Yeah. Like, but in big, yeah, they, yeah, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, I, so cool. I, I, I play them. 
Yeah, they're so like they're so fun to paint too. Just the uh, like uh, I love painting all the like gross like flesh and like mm. all that. Like, yeah, it's so awesome. I'm okay. not, I'm not a very good I'm not a very good painter. But the the the, the thing about when you paint disgusting flesh stuff is that when you you can kind of like piss about with paints a little bit yeah. and 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 just go well what happens if i just like smudge in these like <laughs> you know purpley ready yeah. colors into somewhere and it, if it doesn't quite work and you just put a little wash over it sod it it's a big yeah. old bruise and who cares right yeah, yeah you're supposed to look that's gross, the thing right? about disgusting yeah if <laughs> it looks gross that's the point awesome so uh transitioning a little bit into transitioning away from Warhammer, I could talk about Warhammer for a long time. I've like recently just gotten uh, well, into it. And I'm yeah, like, you, <laughs> you're now you've now entered the work my into my little vacuum world where you you have topics, and I just seem to just somehow just smash them out of the way because yeah. I like to talk about other shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's oh uh, man, that's I'm okay with that. I'm the same way. Oh good. So, um, what do you what do you get out of Flesh and Blood when you're playing? Like, what what are you um not necessarily trying to accomplish, but like what keeps you coming back? Why do you play the game? Like, what do you love about it? That's a really good question. And what makes, I think that makes a great question for me is because you brought, a lot of people might not know this, but I actually don't get a chance to play this game physically mm. really at all. Mm -mm. Um, even though you say like, you know, I run this podcast, uh, I run a club and actually running the podcast and running the club, it makes it very difficult because yeah. um, unfortunately my club doesn't really have a flesh and blood scene at all. Mm. We, everyone that used to come to my club as now goes over to the local gaming store, which is just across, not, not too far from us. Amazing mm. store called Manuscrew uh, and we fully support them. But they, you know, the Manuscrew Manus is a, is a card gaming store and they all go off and want to play there. So then that's, and that scene is growing really well. But I just because I've got work and two kids and yeah. and then I and unfortunately my club is not even in the same town as mine, ridiculous, right? <laughs> Doing a club for 13 years and it's a 30 minute drive from your house. Why not make a club in your own hometown? Don't do that, anyone. I implore you to, if you're gonna start a club, <laughs> do it in your hometown. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's fair. yeah not when you're 20 and you anyway, right. So <laughs> So I don't really get a chance to play. The last time I played um, in real life was I, I was uh, it was at Worlds, and then I went to the Pro Quest. I went to like two events there, and then I got a game in. Like one one of the dudes came down to the club, and we managed to get a game in. So like you know, really on a handful of occasions, that's it. Yeah, and it make and it, and I sometimes sit to myself like. Why do I? Why do I continue to? I really don't get a chance to play this. Everyone I know is going to their armories every week. I haven't been to an armory in a year because yeah. I just can't physically go to it. Um, I'd say that Talashar and um, yeah, well, Talashar has been a massive saving grace for me. Same here, yeah. Not, not, not that I could. I think I probably would still continue to support and do what I do with this game without it. But like Talashar is like a massive boon to just sort of scratch that itch to go, okay, yeah. I want to, I, 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 I want, I keep myself limbered up and knowing what I want to do, right? So I, I, I think Talashar is amazing for that. Um, but actually, what, why I continue to keep playing this game is because I really, really, really enjoy 
figuring out like puzzles in, in in heroes and decks and stuff. So we got the latest set of outsiders that came out, and immediately my brain goes, "I want to play Arachne." <laughs> like that's <laughs> not even in the set, right? Yeah. But it kind of is and kind of isn't. But I'm like, oh. I really liked the look of Arachne. His mask was really cool, and I loved his get up and then the spider bites and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I just want to fit, and I just love figuring stuff out, you know, and and just playing and 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 seeing seeing if I can push something that I'm interested in to its limit. That I like, even though that hero might not be good, right? You know, in meta terms, Arachne is probably not a pick that you should take like if you're going to go to a pro tour or worlds or anything like that but how but i really like this hero it's the rule of cool i just like the look of it yeah so there's something to be said about how do i get this to be really strong yeah and there's something to be said about like just like optimizing it right and like figuring figuring Mm. out that puzzle I was there at this last pro quest season um and he was actually a decent pick but i was there with reinar for a while where i'm like um looking past choice trying to look into like um what makes the hero like what is what makes him powerful like how do you mitigate his weaknesses how do you mitigate his risk that kind of thing and like that was a really fun puzzle to figure out uh Mm. and i'm a little burnt on it now but uh but But it's it's hard it's hard isn't it it's it's it sometimes you actually look at a hero and you just know don't you you just know like (laughs) You look at all the cards in the pool available and you can just straight away go, it's just, this really, this shouldn't be like, this isn't exactly the hottest pick in this, like in this meta right now. You just know that Oldham and Icelander um, are just like, they're just never going to go anywhere. And do you know what, with Reinhardt, actually, I look at them and go, you know what, that's actually a pretty good, they've got some pretty good choices into that. And then you go, I'm fine. Oh no. No, like, <laughs> like before outsiders, you're like, oh, not fire. I can't yeah. do it. Oh, or Viscerite, no, oh, Briar. Oh. <laughs> and you go, I don't actually do, you know, what does Reinhardt do against this? Yeah, you, it's do, tough. You know what I mean? You're like, is, is, you just got to go, well, this matchup's just not crazy good. So how do I, yeah, and I know, I know what you mean. We think, you, you, you sort of look at it and go, well, what can I sort of do to leverage my strengths? Yeah, well, exactly. Um, and I, and can you like can you give up percentage points in another matchup to like make your bad matchups a little bit better? And like, there's like all yeah. sorts of like, I don't know. I I love the little like tweaking and tuning. Like, I'm not a great deck builder, I'll be honest, but I do love. Well, I'm doing that with changes. Bolton. Yeah, I'm doing that with Bolton. I, I'll tell you what, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. It's <laughs> and it's and it's kind of this ridiculousness because um I've been. I mean, it sounds real like I'm tooting my horn. I don't. I don't mean. I don't no, even no. mean this to. Is, this is but, your but, time to toot your horn. No, oh, no. But horn. like, there was a t- there was a time that um, I did particularly well with Viscerai, and I did a debt tech for it. And the twits, so a lot of a few Viscerai old schoolers were saying, "Oh, bro, you know, cool deck," and um, had a little had a small name as the Viscerai guy for a while, right? And then I get asked quite, a, uh, you know, whenever I go to a tournament that uh, when I went to Utrecht, I had some dude who was in the top eight uh, with Viscerai going, and I was just outside having a vape. And he came up to me and was like, loved your 
yeah, some of your stuff was what made me want to play. I was like, oh shit, man, I didn't realize I actually influenced people to do this. So I still occasionally get some people to come up to me and go, what do you reckon about Viserai in this matter? Yeah. And I feel a little bit like, um, I can, I, I can tell you all about Bolton. I don't know what <laughs> you mean. Like, Bolton? Bolton? Yeah. Like, I know. It's, it's, it's not a, is, 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 should you take Bolton to no you should not take Bolton to the thing but I just can't I can't help it it's like yeah. it's, it's it's crack cocaine for me at this yeah. point <laughs> yeah. all for one card which is the the spirit of arena right oh, I'm yeah. just I don't know why I'm obsessed with the fact that nobody knows what's going on and, and that's I think that's the thing I love most about taking these unknown heroes that's probably why I wanted to take Arachne is yeah. because I, I swear everyone goes I don't know what he's doing and I'm like, yes, <laughs> completely yeah. have no idea. But, but like, sneaking in. Not, and still trying to beat people who know how to interact with it. And then it mm -hmm. does get to the point where they go, oh, I can completely work this out. And you go, yeah, no, you, even, you can defeat him now because you know how to actually play against it properly. Well, but so no, I've been, uh, I've been obsessed with Bolton lately. That's, and I, I also love Bolton. I don't know. I, I'm trying to separate for myself, like, uh, uh, not an unhealthy desire to win, but like there are times where I'm like, I try to do like the, the winniest thing and not just the thing that I enjoy mm. the most. And I, I pay for it, but. Uh, oh, I've, I've, I've done that too. Uh, I took, I took Starvo to a pro quest and. Oh yeah. Uh, and I didn't even, I tell you what, I didn't even take the, 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 the random slot machine, um, Starvo version where they were trying to run it. I took the Kale McCreef, like, second cycle oh, control yeah, yeah, yeah. starvo and he showed me this bloody deck four times <laughs> i chatted to him he showed me how to play we had like four games and he's obviously really good at it and he has this effect that makes you think that yeah, no he is good right and then he goes oh bro it's piss easy just do this do this do this <laughs> just and then you're like oh yeah it, does, it looks piss easy yeah this is a this is yeah. Sure, you should definitely take this. Go to the ProQuest and be like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know what I'm yeah. doing at all with this thing. This is insane. Yeah. I should have just took Viserai, who I just know off the back of my head, I know what I'm doing. And even if I lose, I know how I know why I lost. Yeah. I lost because of this and X, because I just know this hero inside out. So I implore anyone. If you're going to go to any event, take something you bloody know. Don't yeah. take something that someone said is good. Yeah. Right. 100%. There's no point taking something that's good that you have no idea what to do. Right. You might as well take something that you know inside and out what you like about it. Make that work as best as you can. And whether you win or lose, you know what you've done wrong. Yeah. And then you just get better at doing it. And then you actually become a better player yeah. because you're so comfortable. Wearing the suit. Does that yeah. make sense? No, 100%. That's uh, like, I, I agree. I think that they're in Flesh and Blood, there's like not so many, like, there's not enough like bad matchups that make like your time put into a hero irrelevant. So like a lot of people will be like, mm. oh, that matchup is unwinnable or oh, this matchup is such a landslide. But usually like the most it gets is like 60-40. And um, there, there's exceptions, right? Like Prism and Oldham or something. But um, yeah, well, no, it's it's more like it's more like it's more like Prism and Wizard class, right? Sure, Prism yeah. and Wizard class. It is you are sit literally going, you know, 
there is actually no coming back from this. Yeah, but even yeah. then, even then, you've got that window. But uh-huh. you know you've got that window. Go and, and take and it. See what happens. The window, finding the window is where the skill and practice and dedication comes in. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you get that, and most of the time when you go to events, I, I, I say this to a lot of people, right? But it's, I, I think there's like five things you can do. Well, how, do, how, do you win, how do you generally win an event? There's like five things to do, right? First two things you do is before you go to the event, right? Mm-hmm. It's practice and finding something you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. right? So you practice and reps. Okay. Now, when you get to the event, the next things are your matchups, your plays, and luck, right? Mm-hmm. So the matchups was the matchup all right? Yeah, the matchup was all right. Cool. Your plays. It always takes that mad on the fly. You know what you do, like because because the first two things you did. So you've already know who you want to play. You've already took the time to practice those things. So when you get into the game, you could find some really, really cool plays. Yeah. So for example, Bolton against Icelander. That's a loss. Yeah. Right? For Bolton. That's a loss. But I won <laughs> because because I did a play. I did a, a mad play where I just came in with a, a bolt of courage blue coming in for one. And if it hits, because I charged, if it hits, I draw a card. And he's like, no blocks. Cool. Lumen Ascension as an instant. Mm. Because I've got Yep. Oh, it, and and it uh, gives I, you the action point got, that I go again off of. Yeah. yeah. So then he went. So he went into panic mode. He went, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and kill you, but I had like one yellow in my hand, and I knew I wouldn't die. And I've also got the spell for I think. So long story short, he's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna try. And, blah 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 blah. I'm gonna try and kill you, but he didn't kill me. And then he went, okay, well, I took the card out of your hand. I was like, yeah, sure. Bottle coach is still coming in for one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no blocks. Cool. I hit. I draw a card. Cool. Oh, Christ. Now I can pitch that card to swing Raiden for four. Oh, here we go. Yeah. He's got one card in his hand. Yeah. Lots of that one card. I chat, you know, and it was a play, right? Yeah. I should lose, right? But it was the play. The matchup, bad. I, but the first two things I did, I learned my hero. I did a load of practice. Next thing was a matchup. Pretty bad, right? But I made the plays. So that was good. Yeah, yeah. And I got some luck. And you well, you played right? you played to your outs, right? Like 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 yeah. yeah, like yeah, sure, that's lucky, but like it starts with like knowing that that's a possibility and like playing to like, well, I'm probably dead, but let's see what happens. So And I think that's that. and I generally think that's how how do you do relatively well at event? And it is those five things. There's yeah. those two bits you did before. Matchups, plays, luck. And luck is you need luck, and there's yeah. no way there's no there's no way of getting around it. Everything else, if you you could do all four of those things, but if you're <laughs> you could just draw dog shit hands, you could just be the most unluckiest person in the world. It doesn't matter. You need to have all five of these things yeah. working relatively well, right? And that's why I think when a lot of people just show up with the best, like the, the top, they show up with an Azalea deck. Let's just say it's this man. They're going to show up with an Azalea deck with no reps. So these are the three things here. You're never going to know your plays. You're never going to know how to deal with your matchups. And you and you don't even know how to really harness your luck because you didn't even bother working on the, of yeah. the, like the doing the work of doing the homework of the hero, right? Because you were never that interested in the first place. Yeah. And that's where those ter- first two things went completely wrong. Well, there's so they a, don't there's win an event. I really like that's uh, luck is where preparation and opportunity cross paths. 
And it's like, if mm. you're prepared to take advantage of the, you just said like, um, harness your luck, right? If you're, if you're prepared to, to harness the, the, the lucky opportunity you were given, then like, you're going to see your win percentage go up, right? Cause you, yeah, exactly. It and, and it goes up. Um, and sometimes you can just be a Viserai player that can just draw Meridian Skies, a blue, and an attack, and yeah. um, maybe Mordred Tide or Revel every single <laughs> turn. How lucky were you? Yeah. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Revel and <laughs> you can't Blood lose. It's a nasty card. I love that card. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, there's loads of stuff, and but yeah. you know all the other stuff. And same with Bravo, Crippling Crush Dominate into Spinal Crush Dominate into Crippling Crush yeah. Dominate. All right, bro, guess I can't win. Yeah. You, how lucky are you? And then you just get those gains. Yeah. So that's luck. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're, you're a great guest because you've, you've covered a lot of the topics that I want to cover. So, that's oh. great. so how do you, <laughs> how do you, uh, um, uh, one more thing about like, like flesh and blood proper, uh, like mm. how do you, and I, I tried to ask this earlier, I'll probably edit it out, but like, we'll, we'll revisit no, this. Right. Like, how do you, uh, you know, but playing, you know, not only like your, your hobbies outside of flesh and blood, but like playing flesh and blood, uh, practicing, whatever. Um, you know, how do you, how do you find yourself, uh, balancing your, your mental health, your family life, personal life, all that stuff. Um, and like, how does it affect your gameplay and, and your, your, um, you know, uh, uh just your overall approach to the game? Yeah, that's a great question. Do you know the answer? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> if I did, I'd be a lot better at this game. That's for sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I think something. The end of the day, um, something has to take right. And what's yeah. the most important thing, really, is it your time with your family or a game, right? Yeah. And I think you just sort of ebb and flow into the into different sort of like into those two worlds that you're in. So the most important one is obviously primarily your work and yeah. your family, right? You, that, that you don't have that. You don't even have a goddamn game. So what's the point, right? So. <laughs> totally. <laughs> You, those two things that those have to obviously clearly the first thing and you just got to pick your times pick your moments you know there's no point being a pro player in february right or trying <laughs> yeah. to be the pro player of march yeah. just you just got to know when you're gonna when it matters right if you've got something that you're really keen to do um it's like any sort of interest it's just fun, right? Yeah. Like play get, getting better for a particular event. Uh, it's quite fun. And if you're going to be playing something that you naturally enjoy playing anyway, then uh, it's not going to be like some hard work to try and win. You just, I don't, I don't know if I'm answering your question properly, but no, how yeah, to balance it always just how to balance it always basically just don't take the piss out of what goes on with your, family life right yeah. at the end of the day you 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 go out and it's it's a, it's a hobby it's a, yeah. going out to these tournaments and playing these games is just it, it's that fun thing hobby thing you want to do some people want to go out and and go and drink right some people want to go and go camping some people want to do this some people want to do that and this is just a thing what do you want to do i, I, I want to go I want to play some card games so i want to go to a tournament right that's my fun thing i want to do but at the end of the day we've all got families and stuff that we need to go and support so we just go and do that um i suppose i look at tournaments not as a thing i want to try and win 
I look at it as a sort of a day out with mates. If that yeah. makes sense. No, yeah. And when I'm going out, and I get, I tend to actually just get a record that I'm happy with when I'm kind of just having fun. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not out for a result. I'm out for fun. So I kind of just have to look, I, I, I don't want to pitch myself into an event where I'm stressing to get a result. <clears throat> Although there's only one series of events where I actually do stress out to get a, a result and that's road to nationals because because of my lack of ability to get to, to play many armories yeah. for someone that's been playing for as long as I do and has the amount of like reps and knowledge that I do. I'm, I'm like placed, I don't know, like page four. I'm like, I've got, I've got like With 95 XP, XP yeah. in the country. Yeah. It's, I've got no, there's no fathomable way I'm actually ever going to play the nationals and playing in the nationals to me is, I think is, it's, it's, it's the second most important thing. Yeah. In fact, in terms of playing an event, it's more important than playing worlds to me because it's a nationals. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a coming together of all of my friends who play flesh and blood. And we're all going to just battle it out against each other to become who is the best player in the UK. Yeah. That to me, it's really special. Really. Ex- yeah. And that to me is more exciting than going, it's worlds. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to make a world whatever. <laughs> But yeah. Worlds is Worlds is like a festival yeah. where I'm just going to go anyway, right? Did I did I manage to play Worlds? No, I didn't. Well, who cares, right? I'm just going to go and just <clears throat> see the worldwide community and have a laugh. Yeah. But for nationals, I, I suppose really, I just want I want to be in the scene. I want to be in the I want to be in the pit with everyone. I don't yeah. care where I come in the nationals, but I want to be in it. Yeah. Um, so the road to nationals event is the only event where I might, I go, Hmm, I'm going to, I'm going to probably not play Bolton. (laughs) (laughs) I probably shouldn't play Bolton a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've got, I've got to, I've got to probably turn around and bring something that's actually better into the field and try and get a top four. And if I can just get to the top four, like, you know, yeah. and now it's the same what's that happened last year. I went to Road to Nationals. I won it. I didn't expect to win it. I just wanted to get top four. My Swiss rounds was three and two and maybe into the top eight. And I'm like, oh, bloody yeah. hell, right. And then it was like, this is the game. This is the the, the most important game. And I beat the, and I beat this lovely, absolutely amazing gentleman called Tom Howe. And by the, by the luck yeah. of Sonata, yeah. <laughs> the luck of Sonata that turned around and went, here's a gloom veil, bro. And there's your gloom veil and there's your Rosetta and there's the win. And I, I actually just hugged him and he was like, you're right. And I was like, I don't think you understand how <laughs> I like, I was done. I was like, I've won, I've won the tournament. And it's like, I know you, you still got the semifinals. I, was just, I just won the tournament. And like that, yeah. that to me is the only event where I'm like, Oh God, every other event, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to go hang out with friends and, and try and do well. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, there you go. I don't know if that answers your question. You're talking about no, mental it health and everything. It, it does. I mean, like, it's, it's, you know, that's the, the, the mindset too, right? Is, is, uh, th- that's what I was alluding to, right? It's like, um, some people go in and they, they, they go in to win, right? They go in and they say, I'm going to play the best deck and I'm like, going to like try to win the matchup lottery and then, you know, if they go O2 or whatever, like their, their day is ruined. Um, but like, I, I view it the same way as you, right. Where it's, um, 
I don't like. I also this came go in, go in, no, go into the event. Going, I'm probably going to owe two, right? Yeah, I'm probably going to owe two. But it's a day, it's a day out with mates, like you said, right? Like that's that's the way I view it nowadays. And like, it's just I'm a little older, and like I, you know, the the world championship dream of from you know, like I'm not going to play magic, (laughs) see the world, or whatever. Like that's that's not where I'm at anymore. So like, I it's 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 a day out with the boys, and like if we if we win, we win, and like you know, yeah. And if you do win, cool. That was sick. You just, yeah. <laughs> how lucky? How lucky were you? Yeah. You're, mat- you, you, you're lucky with your matchups. You made some great plays, and you got some sick draws, bro. Let's go and have some yeah. food afterwards. I, I love an amazing time. Or I, did I you suck, the... bro? You suck. <laughs> Let's get some food. Well, and I loved the. I mean, I love the the Hamish's five things. That that might be a title for the episode. Actually, so that'd be great. Um, <laughs> Hamish's there you go. how to win a tournament. By Hamish. And five easy steps. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. For nine ninety nine a month. Oh, and my daughter, my, my daughter <laughs> just got home, so hey, bud. Hello. <laughs> Hi. What's there you go? This what's is, your yeah. name? What's your name, Juniper? I know she can't hear you, but <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, my yeah, daughter uh, does this too. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. If they weren't so dang cute. Um. But yeah. So the perfect timing for us to wrap up. We're about our, at our. Uh, I don't know, some amount of minutes, Mark, under an hour, but... No, um, you're cool, bro. Yeah, thank you so much again for coming on, Hamish, and... I, thank I, you so much for yeah. inviting me. Yeah, I, I, I could really pro- appreciate I could, it. I could talk to you for for a long time. You're very fun to talk to. Um, thank you. Hopefully we get to uh, see each other at, a, at an in-person event uh, at some point, and... Uh, see you at Worlds? I, who knows where it is? Maybe it's in it's Europe. In the US. Oh, it's in Europe. Yeah, maybe we can maybe we can talk my my, my wife into making a family trip. One, but I you got I, I don't you got I don't you got know. one event. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> all right, one well, event. <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, my name is Tim. As always, this has been Hamish uh, the Hamsack, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks everybody. Cheers, everyone. Whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm your guest. Okay. You tell me what you tell me what you want to do. I'll fit. I'll f- like like uh, like rubber glue or blue tack. I'll I'll fit into any gap you want me to, bro. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, that's yeah, spicy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>